Dear Jade, it's the third consecutive week of you exercising daily. I am shocked and amazed, and frankly, I did not think we would get this far. Exercising has been something of a sore spot all those times before, I know. I've definitely struggled with a lot of issues, both mentally and emotionally, before I was able to accept exercise as a good thing and before I was able to integrate it willingly into my routine. I I know that might sound a little too dramatic, but trust me on this, dear listener, I'm getting somewhere. You see, for most of my life, or for all of my life for that matter, I am what we so fondly call fat. (laughs) I know, it doesn't sound so nice, does it? The word might make you a little bit uncomfortable, but I get it. After all, since we were young, we have been taught that fat is an insult, that fat is a bad word, that fat people are not so good people. Which is weird, of course, given that the word fat is just another word. It's just that, just another adjective. I learned to detach from the bad meaning of the word fat when I was in college. That's also the time when I started learning more and reading more about body positivity and what it meant and what it looked like. I learned that body positivity is a form of self-love and that loving your body can also mean loving yourself. I also learned that body positivity also meant including each and every body, embracing any and all body types, from thin to curvy to athletic to small or big or thin or fat, all bodies. But even then, it didn't completely erase the fact that fat is not just another word. Not to me not to other fat people as well. No matter how much I tried to deny it, the word fat had left scars. It had left bad memories and years of bullying and had made me harbor negativity with the way I saw myself and my body. It is in many ways a trauma experience and it's something that's very difficult to get over. So instead of body positivity, I had developed what I like to call as body defensiveness, as a sort of coping mechanism. In my body defensiveness, I equated all comments about my body as malicious things, no matter the intent of the person saying it. I would also support and compliment other people vocally, what they wore, how they looked like, no matter their size or shape. Meanwhile, I tried to pretend that my own body image didn't exist. I swung back and forth from intensely validating my body to internalizing deep criticism for it. It was thoroughly exhausting. But here's something curious that I found out in this struggle of mine as well. Most people believe that they're fat. 
No, seriously. Like, no matter what their actual size or weight is, most people, especially women, really truly believe that they are fat. Even when they don't believe that, they are so desperately afraid of gaining weight for fear of being called out as such. And isn't that sad that we have ridiculed and scorned a word so much that everyone is scared of being dubbed as that now? Isn't it sad that we have attached so much shame and guilt to our body's changes, to something that we don't even have control over sometimes, and that now most people have this crazy belief that you should be a certain weight and size or you should look a certain way just so you would be acceptable. The thing is, I find it really insane because bodies do change. Weight and size can fluctuate because of many factors. It's not always about the food that we eat. Sometimes it's hormones, genes, the stress that we're undergoing, or our circumstances in life. People don't just gain weight because they're gluttonous. Fat people aren't just fat because they don't have self-control. And most importantly, losing weight isn't always an achievement. It shouldn't exist as this social pressure that we feel constantly. Every time we eat, we talk about going on a diet the next day. Every time we fail to go on a diet, we punish ourselves by not eating or by pushing ourselves too hard with physical activities. Some people even think that they only deserve to eat good food only when they have successfully lost weight. Like, why do we have to live with so much hatred of our own bodies? Why do we only value bodies when they look and feel a certain way? Why do I only love my body when it is someone else's body? A favorite poet of mine recently wrote something and reading it made me feel quite a few things. In her poem, she wrote, my body is a sight, not the source of joy, just where I can find it. I think that line in her poem encompasses so much of what we fail to see every time we look at ourselves. Our bodies do so much for us on a daily basis. We can go to places because of our feet, our legs, our lungs, we can see so many beautiful things because of our eyes. We can hear our friends' ridiculous karaoke solos because of our ears. With our hands, we can hold hands and hug people, and we can sit next to them as they tell stories. We can listen to people as they tell stories. We can laugh so much and taste so much and feel so much. We can do so much because of our bodies. We can create so many great things. 
what are bodies even if not vessels for all of this goodness that we have trapped inside our souls? I think that we owe it to our bodies to take care of it, to cherish it, to keep it healthy, to appreciate it. And yes, a part of keeping it healthy is to exercise, I know that, but it also means allowing yourself to eat. It also means allowing yourself to enjoy good things in life. It means not criticizing your body every time you see it in a mirror. And it means thanking your body instead of finding faults in it. So let us stop punishing ourselves for the things our bodies do. Let us stop feeling ashamed of the way it changes. Your body has been good to you now more than ever. Please be good to it too. Love, Jade.